With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. This is Reverend Trish Hall, and I'm spiritual leader of Center for Spiritual Living, Metro, which is the sponsor of Art of Living Spiritually. At CSL Metro, we invite you to be you with us. We invite you to open to your divinity, discover your pure potentiality, and celebrate what is uniquely, awesomely you in every aspect of your life, to be mindfully, wonderfully you. Together, we open to the realization that we are all expressions of one divine creator. We feel the impulsion of spirit and the need to say yes to being what are called spiritual activists, and those are the people that are willing to be completely present in all areas of their lives as the spiritual being they know they are. We invite you to grow individually and support others in as they grow into their awareness of their divinity. Sundays we meet at 10 a.m. at the Arlington Art Center, 3550 uh, Wilson Boulevard in Arlington. Check us out on our website, cslmetro.org. Find out what else we're featuring, which at the moment includes two different class offerings, meditation, uh, life visioning, uh, a wonderful array of activities. So we are develop, uh, we are delighted that we are welcoming 2017 together. It's going to be a great year. We're not going to describe it as better than anything else because that would mean that we were looking back while claiming we were wanting to move forward. Where is your focus? Mine is on moving forward. Last week we started a conversation about personal cosmologies. There is so much to be gleaned from peeling open your own worldview or cosmology. It's a wonderful process in which to reveal hidden beliefs and befriend or change those you know you already have. When you start peeling away the exterior that you have compiled during this human journey, you will reveal, among other things, the immeasurable gifts and talents the divine has imbued in you. So how are you experiencing those gifts and talents? How are you sharing them? Are they what others experience when they are in your company? Much like computers, which have been made in the image and likeness of humans. Does that sound sort of familiar, sort of biblical? Anyway, much like computers, hidden beliefs or malfunctions in the software can wreak havoc. Outcomes can become distorted because beliefs, those beliefs that we mostly don't know about, sometimes we do know about them, but those beliefs start influencing or actually alter how we are showing up in the world. So investigating your own cosmology can be an amazing adventure if, and that's a huge if, if you are truly open to taking in what shows up as feedback. 
do that, you have to own what you discover and consciously choose whether to retain it or take steps, the steps that are necessary to evict it. Evicting entrenched BLE is not a complicated process, yet it's not necessarily easy either, especially if you truly want to dispose of those beliefs once and for all permanently. Your personal cosmology has its tendrils in every aspect of your life. One of the challenges that can arise uh, when you have done your work and you've removed a faulty belief and you're sure that you've cleared it out is that it may crop up in some other area of your life. Just hanging on, just to, just, it's hanging on for dear life because when a belief is being separated from you, it may bring about a variety of behaviors, a variety of resistance and claims how, uh, about how essential it is. To permanently remove all of the tendrils of each of those beliefs requires commitment, diligence, alertness, perseverance, and sometimes downright determination. And I promise you the result that you will have when you are beyond, uh, when you have cleared out those limiting beliefs, those creepy crawlers that are hanging around inside. Your life will be transformed in the most in the wildest, most fabulous fulfillment of your dreams. How have you perceived in others? Excuse me, my nose is running. Anyway, how you perceive others is an excellent place to start the peeling process. Is the prism through which you look at life brilliant with oneness, celebrating the interconnectedness of everything? Or is your perspective cluttered with others? I put that others in quotes. Those that you you size up based on their appearance. Ethnicity, economics, education, age, physicality, or whatever, or this or that or anything else. Asked in another way by uh, James O.D., who is a fabulous uh, person on the cutting edge of shift and shifting lives. Quote him now, who did you put in a box today? Who did you free? This is a hard one. Some people's attitudes, behaviors, bullying, and offensive manners are a turnoff, seriously annoying, even worse, they can be a threat. They have the effect of making you contract in anger, resentment, and judgment. You feel boxed in by them and you in turn put them in a box you label as crude, nasty, downright dangerous. With you in a box and them in a box, constructive communication is at zero. Whatever we say on the surface, we have locked each other out with boxes and labels. Sound familiar? Sound like the society we live in? So what do we do? Peeling process. We look at ourselves Uh, The motto of world peace begins with me. It's because we have to do our own work, our self-work, 
in order to show up in a way that we can connect with others who are also doing their self-work work and to connect with those who maybe aren't yet in that place of doing their own work. And there we are as a model. There we are in that opportunity to, um, to be a catalyst for the change in others. And so in psychology, there's a rule of thumb that says, if there's a disparity between verbiage and behavior, trust that behavior is the honest communication. Well, I'm asking you to apply that to yourself. Are your behaviors a demonstration of what you say you believe? Or perhaps, are they letting you know that what you say you believe and what you apparently really believe are not quite in sync? If you claim to believe in oneness and yet put others in boxes with labels, how does that speak to your belief in oneness? To treat all people with kindness and respect. It's a tough question sometimes to ask ourselves. How are we being in the world? How we are being in the world, is that a demonstration really and truly of how we are? what we believe, and how we wish others to know us. One of the things that occurs across um, almost all of the philosophies, certainly all of the philosophies that I have encountered, is about how we show up and how we evidence what we believe, while we evidence our philosophy. And there's an old Christian song about they will know we are Christians by our love. And so common themes across great faiths of the world are love, loving kindness, compassion, caring, those things that make being in relationship with community, with one another, even with ourselves, much, much more powerful. And we all seem to be uh, believe that whatever it is that we believe, it shows particularly when we are behaving consciously in alignment with our teaching. In that song from uh, early Christian, uh, my early Christian exposure anyway, it has lovely verses about uh, we are one in spirit, we are one with the Lord. We pray that unity may one day be restored. And they'll know we are Christian by our love. Well, that could be what they'll know we are Muslim. We know, they know we are Jewish by our love. We'll work with each other. We'll work side by side. We'll guard each other's dignity and save each other's pride. And those are powerful words. And the question that I ask of you is, is that how you're showing up? We will walk with each other. We will walk hand in hand. And they'll know we are people of peace by our love, by our compassion. And so love, as in the Christian Bible declares, love is patient, love is kind. It never boasts. It's not full of pride. It always hopes and it always trusts. And it is evidence of the Christ being in each person, regardless of whether they are, uh, regardless of their teaching. And so, take a breath. I've been asking some pretty deep questions. 
my next one is, how is all of this sitting with you? I am known for having lots of questions and lots of questions like that. And sometimes my questions make people uncomfortable. And sometimes it stirs people to jump into rich conversation and want to go deeper and want to have more of that experience. And so I have more questions, and they're at the level of, are my questions stimulating or irritating? Actually, either extreme is great. If they're irritating, it's telling you that there is something in there in you that you are not willing to accept about yourself. Because if you were not irritated, you know, then you would be accepting of your response. If, on the other hand, you find the question stimulating, it's telling you that you are on the path of awesome discovery. You're on the brink of of revealing more and more of the divine expressing as you. Either way, it's great fodder for further investigation. Another essential level question is that that I like to ask, and I asked it last week, and I asked that you maybe spend some time with it. So I'm hoping you did spend some time with it. Do you really believe that the world is for you or not? This question feeds into whether or not you put other people in boxes. Because if you think about it, if the other people in your lives, even those that um, operate from philosophies that maybe uh, don't align with your own, if you find a need to put them in boxes, then that in itself is making a big statement, a statement for you to sit with and inquire. What is it that is causing me to feel I need to put someone else in a box or I need to hang a label on them. So, another question. What would you need to know, feel, embrace, or embody to let people out of the boxes in which you have incarcerated them? What would you need in order to take the labels off of them and accept them as what they are? Expressions of the divine, expressions of the divine that may have a different perspective than yours. Ernest Holmes declared, all of the power in the universe is with you. Feel it, know it, and then act as though it is true. If you believed Dr. Holmes, would that be sufficient to start opening your heart so that you could release your prisoners, so that you could unlabel those that you've hung labels on? Are you ready to make a change? Or maybe even lots of changes? Uh, Price Pritchard uh, declared, change always comes bearing gifts. And sometimes when I've experienced change, when I've dived in and made big changes or whatever, I have been hanging on to that. I know there's a gift here somewhere, and sometimes I have felt that I really, really, really had to go digging for those gifts. 
and I found they were there. I just needed to open my heart and open my eyes and my ears in order to know and recognize that they are there. And so are you ready to see the world? Uh, Are you ready to let the world see and know your true identity? If so, then listen deeply to the words that I'm going to quote from Dr. Holmes. Embrace them. Let spirit run your life. Lean into your greatest yet to be. As I quote Dr. Holmes, the highest attitude of mind from which all else springs is one of perfect calm and absolute trust in spirit. The one who can with perfect confidence look into the future and with perfect ease of mind rest in the present and who never look backwards, but who has learned to be still in his own soul and wait upon spirit, the one who will most completely demonstrate the supremacy of spirit, spiritual thought over all so-called material resistance. And so as you take that in and you embrace it, as you envelop it and allow it to saturate and soak into you. Know that when you are open to that, it will reveal to you your hidden beliefs. It will allow you to peel back that covering that isn't necessary because you are imbued with gifts and talents You are capable of being your most awesome spiritual self. And it's there for you. Some people pull back and say, well, I don't think I can do it. I think we all have to acknowledge that somewhere in in those deep reaches, we each have ghosts and goblins, inner critics, and fortunately, spirit expressing as our higher self. So I have one kind of last, last question for you. Who do you trust more, the communication of spirit or that voice of the inner critic? To whom do you listen more? And so I want to uh, just put in a plug for Center for Spiritual Living Metro and remind you that we need each Sunday at 10 o'clock at the Arlington Arts Center. And if you will please go to our website, cslmetro.org, you will discover that we have two class offerings coming up, a foundational class and a fabulous journey into practical mysticism, uh, which is about awakening to the mystic within. And so uh, all of that information is on our website. Again, CSL metro.org and please come back next uh, Thursday evening at 8 o'clock. I love to have this time with you. Forward to seeing you next Thursday. Good night now. Peace and blessings.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.